Welcome to Moms on Cloud9. I'm Heather Black, a champion for women in tech and founder of Supermoms, a global brand supporting mums to develop a career in the Salesforce ecosystem. My podcast aims to inspire and support mums to develop a flexible, well-paid, successful career in the tech sector. On the show, we share top tips, insight and inspirational stories from women who've carved out a great career, as well as talk to employers and experts who champion diversity and gender equality. In series three, we're teaching women how to be bold and proud in pursuing their career ambitions by sharing top tips and expertise from experts in the workplace. This week, I'm excited to have Gilda Hilaire, Senior Manager of Product Marketing at Salesforce and also a community thought leader. We're going to be talking about the power of building relationships and how this has empowered her as a mum and also helped her build her career successfully. We often talk about tech and we talk about Salesforce as a client relationship management solution, but ultimately a system still doesn't create the relationships people do. And as a busy mum, it can be difficult to maintain relationships or think how to manage your time effectively. But ultimately, relationships can empower you to flourish as both a mother and a career woman. So we're going to talk today about how do you find the time and why do we build relationships to maintain them as busy mums and career women? So Gilda, welcome to the show. Please do introduce yourself. Well, first off, thank you for having me. Um, My name is Gilda. And last week, you know what? I crowned myself the Olivia Pope of the marketing cloud. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And the reason I, you know, I crown myself that is that, you know, I am what you would call the handler and it's building relationships, it's networking, it's connecting people, right? I said last week, you know, I'm the Olivia Pope of the Marketing Cloud and I love that title and that's what I'm going to go with. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. The ultimate networker and relationship manager. So we're going to find all about that today. Mm -hmm. So what what is your approach to building relationships, Gilda? How have you mastered it throughout your career? You know, I, I have to be honest, like in the very start, my career, I was scared to build relationships. Um, You know, sometimes you have two voices, you know, one's telling you, go ahead, do it. And then the other one kept telling me, don't do it. No one's going to like you. No one's going to want to hear from you. You know, and I I had to, 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 to stop that, that voice that was instilling this negative notion inside of me when it came to building relationships. I had to let my guard down and in letting my guard down and be instilling trust in others, you know, that was really the key to helping me build so many amazing relationships with people that I know for a fact, if I hadn't done that, our paths would have never crossed. Mm -hmm. Right. So it, it took me years to build this skill up because I and I'm sure others feel that way I was scared to put myself out there because I didn't know how the community would react and it worked I think it's really important that you you know it's not just something that comes naturally to people I mean some people maybe you know maybe it's in their instinct to just talk to everybody and everything but I think you're right to really share what is that fear that we have, you know, and and I think part of me is because I've got a network and, and super mums, it's like, how much do you build those relationships? Because you might be overwhelmed with 
people contact you and you know how do you manage that and that could detract from your family life and managing those um relationships particularly where the boundaries are on whatsapp and facebook and social media and we'll talk about social media management a little bit later on um but yeah it's really interesting thank you for being so open about that and and i think it's about being authentic to yourself isn't it about what you want people to know about you and how you want to come across and building that personal brand what what made you you know how did you present yourself to people gilda in terms of you know you said you were worried about what they would think how did you sort of consolidate your personal brand if you like you know I my, my personal brand is, is me and it's that you know full of life it's that vocal it's that you know that you got it go get it it's that person that's you know supporting you uplifting you empowering you that is my personal brand it's one of those you either love me or you don't love me right but this is this is what you're going to get this is who I am this is me I'm not going to change my my personal brand and I found that that people were open to that right to, to me being me and not hiding behind a, a mask and I think a lot of people hide behind a mask because they're scared of what other people will think about them. If you don't like me, that's your problem. That's not my problem, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think we all just need to be confident in, in who we are because who we are is there's power in that in itself. And we've just got to hone in on that power. Just trust that people are going to like you, right? And if they don't like you, that's their problem. Yeah, and it's because I did a coaching session for our trainees last night. And it was all about building rapport. And it was that sort of key bit about, well, you're going to connect with people like for like. You know, if you're your authentic Absolutely. self, you'll attract those that like you. But then maybe those people that don't, you know, may, you know, if you build rapport with them, they'll maybe like you if they don't like you. But at the end of the day, it's kind of, you know, you'll, you'll attract a tribe of people that really resonate with your values with what you're saying mm -hmm. and want to learn from you. And that whole uplifting thing is really important. So that leads me on to my next question really, is how have relationships that you've built in your career really empowered you? And have you got any really great examples of that? I mean, my goodness, I think, and I, I love the word relationships. And now I said, I have a tribe, right? <laughs> um, I have a tribe. There's been many times where I'm, I'm fearful about, programs I'm going to launch in the community or in the very beginning um, when I was a customer you know, prior to joining Salesforce when I was a customer um, I remember really wanting to start writing thought leadership pieces on LinkedIn to help educate the community on marketing cloud. I was getting a lot of questions around, where do I go for resources? How do I do this? How do I do that? And I said, okay, I am going to put myself out there. I'm going to write stuff that I think would be helpful. And at the time, I don't really think I was known in the community. I was just this person using the marketing cloud. And I started reaching out to you know, to other subject matter experts. And I said, hey, hi, I'm Gilda. You don't know me, but you know, this article, what do you think? 
And the feedback was overwhelming. It was like, oh my God, that's a good idea. You know what? If you write this, I'm going to share this with others. And they empowered me to continue producing content and stuff that mattered in the community that would help others with understanding how to use the marketing cloud platform. And from that point on, my, my confidence was on at the all time high. (laughs) I was, I was celebrating myself. Like, you know, I was patting myself on the shoulder. Like you did that. Right. Awesome. But that's what happens when you have relationships is that they're empowering you and they're encouraging you and they're making you step out of your comfort zone. Mm. And I think, you know, the pat on the back is it's about being brave to share what you've written because people could write a blog. I'm sure there's people listening that have written a blog or they think they want to write a blog, but they're scared about sharing it about what people would say. And it's really just overcoming that fear, isn't it? And, you know, that's the difference. You could have written those articles and not showed anybody and wouldn't be have that confidence you have today. So it really is about facing that fear, isn't it? And going, what's the worst that could happen <laughs> right now? Hey, what's the worst that could happen? Regardless, maybe you get five likes, one share, celebrate it, right? You know, we need to also, as moms, start really celebrating all of our accomplishments, big or small, right? Mm -hmm. And there's always something to celebrate about. And if people notice that you're celebrating yourself too much, that means they're not celebrating themselves enough. (laughs) So with everything that I do, I celebrate my, my, my tribe. I celebrate my community because we're doing something that's making an impact. So yeah, yeah. why not celebrate with the relationships that you've built with the people that's empowering you? Yeah, no, absolutely. So let's talk about how you manage those relationships. So social media obviously plays a part. I'd be <laughs> interested to know which social media you use and how do you manage your time? Because I think that's where as mums, you can get a little bit overwhelmed and you could, you know, you think, oh God, I'll be on there all day or people are going to start messaging me at all different times. So how how do you use social media? And if, if you, and, and do you do other ways of building relationships beyond social media? What would you suggest to people? You know, I when it comes to social media, I am on Twitter, I am on LinkedIn, I am on Instagram, I am on Facebook, I'm even (laughs) dipping in this clubhouse. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, I I manage it because people consume information differently. And your relationships are a little bit a little bit on Twitter, a little bit on LinkedIn. I, I, I honestly don't know how to manage it right now. I just figure out a way to insert it into my day. That means that could mean in the mornings, I used to carve out 30 minutes to 45 minutes just to see what my community is doing and to make sure that I'm uplifting, I'm supporting, I'm commenting, I'm liking, I'm sharing. You know, I carve out time for that because I know that that's important for them. Mm. right whether or not that's effective I don't know but it it works for me where I just make it a point to carve out time throughout my day for my community for these relationships that I I built because I want them to know that as busy as I am I still want to make time 
to, and goes, this goes back to celebrating them and encouraging them. And we're all moms, but we just have to figure out how this all works. And social media is a big part in everyone's day. This is fine time to be the most vulnerable. So somebody is vulnerable. Don't let it go unnoticed. Insert Mm -hmm. yourself somehow and figure out which platform works for you. All of them work for me right now, which is mind blowing, but (laughs) that's my, that's my strategy. Yeah. I think that's so important, isn't it? It's about, you know, yes, you can put your own things out there, like you talked about with your blog and things like that, but you know going out there and supporting your community makes them feel good it makes you feel good because you feel like you've got that community that you're building on and and that can really empower you right as an mm-hmm. as an individual in your career so let's talk about how your network has empowered you as a mother and made you feel like you're you know you're splitting your time equally I mean some people are like man I don't know how you do it you have a 17 year old you're all <laughs> over the place you know you work crazy hours you attend events you know they empower me as a you know they empower my motherhood by just being my tribe and the uplifting the support goes a long way but beyond them empowering me as a mother my daughter empowers me as well um and her empowerment is writing and this is on linkedin her empowerment mm-hmm. is writing letters to me, encouraging me, telling me I'm doing a great job. Her saying that she's proud of me. She sees all the amazing things I'm doing, not only at work, but for the community and for her. And I'm balancing it all in that, you know, she just, I'm just the best mom ever, right? Oh, so geez. that alone lifts, I don't even know to what degree but it warms me, it empowers me. And then just hearing my community just understand that I am also a mother. Mm-hmm. And for them to say, man, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, I don't know how I do it either. I just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Every minute in the day is not wasted. <laughs> Every minute, nothing is ever wasted. You know, but for them to come to me for advice and to have that conversation and just to continue saying, man, you're doing a great job. You are like superwoman, <laughs> but we just do it because we just naturally wear our cape and we just go out there and we, we just, we're just, I don't know. We just moms. We just know how to do it and network and be a mom. And we're just all over the place. Like there's no definition for that. We just are, but <laughs> there's no strategy. Maybe the the secret, though, is that relationship and energy, because, you know, before I had super mums, yes, I enjoyed being a Salesforce consultant with my clients, but I'd be sat at home every day by myself and I didn't know many people because I didn't get to go out to events or anything like that. And my energy was really low, actually, um, you know, because I was like, well, this is great. And so I, I you know, built a team and so sort of built a Salesforce team. So, OK, um, but I was still sort of missing that community. And I think when supermums grew and we only had three supermums on the first course now we've got 400 trainees which is amazing but that's the energy that spurs me on and like yeah. knowing the feedback that I get from them as well and like what they share and that energy is a thing that kind of gives me energy to do so many things in a day 
So we shouldn't underestimate the power of relationships and the, the community and the tribe to give us energy to do everything right. It is, but I feel like sometimes moms, we tend not to be vulnerable when it comes to sharing with others. As a mom, sometimes you get tired, you know, mm-hmm. it can be like the most challenging part of your job because especially now with COVID and, you know, your child may not be able to go to school and they're doing online, there's a, there's a level of stress, but sometimes as moms, that's the one area where we may not always want to share the struggles, especially if you're a single mom, which I am, you know, the struggles you face as a mom trying to balance it all, you know, you don't want that to be, sometimes you don't want to share too much because you don't want that to be a sign of weakness. Yeah. yeah. So you, you're constantly saying, oh, everything's great. And my, my child loves me. And, <laughs> and it's like, you soon looking at you, like, why did you lie to them? You know, we do not have a great relationship. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Or you're just like hiding in the closet just to get like five minutes to yourself. So we just have to keep it like some, some moms just that's very private and personal for them. And, you know, we as a community need to recognize that, but find a way to still empower the ones that are silent when it comes to mm-hmm. their children, because we don't know what they're going through because being a mom is, is not an easy task. It is mm-hmm. a very difficult not difficult in a bad way but they're just uh, just uh, demands a lot of energy from us so um, but it's one of those things that's also rewarding it's also very rewarding yeah no it's interesting it's finding those different tribes isn't it for um you know getting support and I think Facebook groups have you know really helped me I'm different groups for different things um and also being open and honest with my network and community uh, you know sharing you know not everything's hunky-dory every day and people have really appreciated that actually Mm -hmm. really valued that you know you're not putting on this sunny shiny face of everything's wonderful like and and I think that's really important that you know I said to people look just ask for help if you need to reach out make yourself accessible um, because we can connect I'm a a connector like you right so we Mm -hmm. might not know all the answers but we can certainly find somebody who might help or pass on that knowledge of information um to do things so yeah it's absolutely true we've got to be mindful of 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 those elements so how do you build and sort of how do you balance your network um and that you talked about managing time with you know between work and being a mother you know how do you obviously your mother you I'd love to know like how you share things with your daughter about what you're doing at work obviously she's older than my kids at the moment so I'd keep trying to sort of share things with my eight-year-old but how how does she know what you do at work like what have you done to share that with her well the question about balance like for me I feel like that's like we've been told that we must have some balance um (laughs) I don't know who made this up if somebody knows where the balance is they need to point me in that direction because for me (laughs) Balance is really managing how I feel, um, how I feel, and just being very in tune with what is happening to me psychologically and physiologically. Um, Because there's really no such thing as balance, right? It's what can you do at that moment? (laughs) To me, is balance. I remember I used to travel a lot a lot, a lot, a lot for work. And um, I remember one, one 
um, example, my daughter was really young and I remember talking to her on the phone on, um, at the airport. And I said, you know, when I get home, I wanted her to go to bed. So I said, mommy, we'll get your hot dog. <laughs> and I remember coming home and she's up. I was, I got home around nine o'clock. I'm like, oh my God, why are yeah. you up? She's like, well, mom, you said you're going to get me a hot dog. <laughs> so I waited, I'm waiting for the hot dog. I literally got in my car and I went and I got her a hot dog. Now, <laughs> is that balanced? Probably not, right? But I do what I can at the moment to find that, that balance between my network, my relationships and being a mom. Mm. You know, if I have a, ca- a flight to cash, you have a bake sale, I'm going to go to to the closest grocery store and buy some cookies. I'm going to put it on a plate. I'm going to make it look like I baked it because (laughs) that is how I'm able to find balance. If she has a a cookie sale, I'm going to buy one of every cookie. (laughs) And that is, and I'm going to give um, each of my friends one of those cookies because that is what I can do at the moment to find balance, right? Because there's no real definition of balance. You know, this was made up. (laughs) <laughs> but that, that sounds like you're finding balance I think it's I mean, it's so true like go with what feels right for that day or like mm-hmm. what you need to do right now and I think every person needs to look at what does balance mean for them rather than judge people on what balance should be exactly or, you know because I think there's you know lots of people have their own views on how much time they want to work how many hours and again in my you know just reflecting I, I had um, somebody in my hot seat yesterday because in our coaching sessions we have hot seats and I was like she said I want to work part-time and I was like what does part-time mean well 40 hours a week whereas in the UK 40 hours is full-time right in the US that doesn't doesn't seem like that's full-time but it's kind of like really getting that balance of you know what what would that look like what does part-time really look like how many days how many hours um you know would you be traveling not traveling you know just being really clear on what's right for you I think that's so important and doing the things that you absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely and like as far as my daughter like again going back to when I used to travel a lot um there are just certain you know tricks that I would apply um and for me the biggest thing from when I used to travel is technology and you know her knowing where I was going what I was doing and the reason for that I remember a couple years ago I had the opportunity to go on a the big stage at um, Connections, which is one of the biggest conferences for Salesforce. And she was proud of me. Like my mom was going to be at the big stage, 10,000 plus people. Wow, was going to watch my mom. Like, you know, and now she's 17, but I'm very open and honest with her about what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. And, you know, she sees me working long hours. She sees some of the things I'm doing. Sometimes I bring her in so she can, she can help me. And that's really what has helped develop our relationship over time mm-hmm. is that honesty is that, you know, bringing her in so that, you know, she knows exactly what I'm doing which is really busting down, busting down these doors is just as equally important as me like attending a, a, a parent meeting. All right. So I think it's important to, to be honest with your, your, your child about what you're doing, you know, the good and the bad of it, right? We can't yeah. always 
you know, hide our kids from the bad or the stress. There are times where, you know, um, she would see me start my day at 7 a.m. and then it's 10, 30, 11 p.m. and she still sees me in the same position. Mm. She's the one to say, no, mom, you have been sitting in the same position working. You have to turn this off, mom. It's, it'll, you, you, and, <laughs> right? But she's trying, but we need that, right? Mm-hmm. Because that goes to show she understands what I'm doing and the, the amount of work I have. You, I'm not sugarcoating anything with her and it's important that we don't because they they see us as their role model. They can't be what they can't see, yeah. right? So we want to make sure that we're leaving that positive influence. We're showing them how hard we work because they're going to turn that around and they're going to use that and say, my mom worked really hard for this. So I need to work just as hard when I'm in school. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love these points because it, 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 I think the work ethic was really installed in me. Both my parents were self-employed. Um, my dad did have a job as well, but they ran a, a business um, alongside. So they'd work, he'd work all day and then he'd work in every, most evenings and weekends. I'd go and work with them. And so I got to see what they did. I felt part of their team. And I just have such fun memories actually working with them. And I think we shouldn't be scared of, of sharing what we do. And and doing it and what's been really lovely to see recently amongst the two mums community is that the mums are getting their um, kids to do the trailheads or one of the one of the kids who's probably about 17 the same as yours or 18 maybe now has got onto a trailhead academy course at a university um, and he's now going through that at the same time her mum's retraining um, and it's great to see actually that level of interest and excitement of their kids doing it alongside them I mean you can imagine what the dinner table is going to be like can't you <laughs> right I mean it's great that they're doing that you know start them young you mm. know there's no reason why especially with technology and with some of these modules that are being offered there's absolutely no reason why to delay that not that transfer of knowledge and say I'll wait next year I'll wait in three years when they're ready the time is now to bring your child into the, this ecosystem, right? So that they understand exactly what is going on, right? Don't hide true facts from, from your child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're learning, like my daughter's eight. And so she's learning scratch and building all these things on scratch. And I'm like, oh, and that's the foundation of code, isn't it really? Like, you know, the structure and, and routines and things. I'm like, can you teach me? Like, <laughs> I'd love to sort of progress to my platform one at some point. Um, yeah. and but it, I just know, want to say one thing. And the beauty of that is because of super moms and communities like this, if your daughter's interested in code, and let's say you don't know anything about code, hmm. You know, what you then do is say, you know what, I am going to reach out to my community and say, my daughter is learning about code. Maybe, you know, maybe off of that is building a kids community where kids can talk about code or connecting her with somebody else, you know, that is like the a subject matter expert in code. That's the beauty of building these relationships and having these amazing tribes is that, you know, we're instilling these, this confidence in our kids and then others can do the same thing and, and take a part of that growth and development. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. That's a really good point, I think, to wrap up our podcast show on. It's been so insightful. And thank you, Gilda. I think you are the queen of networking and relationships <laughs> and marketing cloud, of course. We'll well, have thank to you ha- for having me. You're welcome. We'll have to have you back for a marketing cloud session, I think. <laughs> Very soon. Looking forward to it. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, for listening to the session today. If you did enjoy it, please do rate and review and follow us on iTunes. And you can visit our website at supermums.org if you want to find out more about supermums and join the community. We've got the Facebook group um, that you can also join if you want to start building relationships today. So reach out, talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. Speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. Mums on Cloud9 is kindly sponsored by RB in partnership with Emphac.